إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله so in the last couple of nights, we've gone through some brief aspects of some of the stories of the prophets. We mentioned something about the story of Adam alayhi salam, and we mentioned briefly some parts of the story of Nuh alayhi salam. And so today, we'll begin by mentioning some aspects from the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam. With regards to Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the stories and the events and the incidents that occurred with Ibrahim alayhi salam in several parts of the Qur'an. And Ibrahim alayhi salam, he was sent at a time when all of the people there were polytheists. They were all mushrikun, worshipping all types of different deities, all types of different gods as they claimed. They were upon widespread shirk. When Ibrahim alayhi salam was sent to those people, وَكَانَ قَدْ بَعَثَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَىٰ قَوْمٍ مُشْرِكِينَ يَعْبُدُونَ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ وَالنُّجُومِ Allah sent Ibrahim alayhi salam to a people who were worshipping all types of different things. Some of them worshipping the sun, some of them worshipping the moon, some of them worshipping the stars. They were worshipping all types of different things. So Ibrahim salam began to call them to Tawheed. Began to call them to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Da'ahum bitariqah. La yumkin sahibu aql an yanfara minha. He began by giving them da'wah in a manner that any sound intellect would not be able to run away from or would not desire to run away from. In a method of giving da'wah that any sound intellect would have to accept. It would not be possible to flee from it. وَلَمَّا كَانُوا يَعْبُدُونَ سَبْعِ سَيَّارَاتِ الَّتِي مِنْهَا الشَّمْسِ وَالْقَمَرِ And because they used to worship the planets and the sun and the moon, وَقَدْ بَنَوْ لَهَا الْبُيُوتِ وَسَمَّوْهَا الْهَيَاكِلِ And they had built these types of shrines, these types of uh, shrines that are linked to the movement of the planets, they had built all of these temple-like structures 
and they were worshipping the stars and the sun and the moon and the planets. So Ibrahim salam gave them da'wah via that route. Seeing that they are worshipping all of those types of things, Ibrahim salam gave them da'wah upon that route. So he began to have this type of discussion with them where he was purposely bringing up certain points that he did not accept, but he was bringing up these points to derive and to draw conclusions from them that they would not be able to reject. So he began by saying that when he saw the stars he began to say to them that perhaps these stars, they are my Lord. Perhaps these planets, they are my Lord. He began to discuss with them on the level that their mind was on. They were worshipping all of these uh, stars and planets and moon and sun. So he began to say to them perhaps these stars, perhaps this star, it is my Lord. But then, as Allah mentions in the Quran, in the ayat, فَلَمَّا جَنَّ عَلَيْهِ اللَّيْلِ رَأَى كَوْكَبًا قَالَ هَذَا رَبِّي When the night enveloped the sky and it became dark, then after that he saw a different star or a different planet, a different item appearing, the first items all disappearing. And then he began to say to them that this particular star cannot possibly be my Lord. If it disappears, the star does not remain there forever. It only remains there for a certain period of time. And then it is overcome and it disappears. That cannot be my Lord. Then he carried on with them. And when he saw after that, the moon appear and the sun appear, he began to use the same argument with them. When the moon appeared, he began to say to them that perhaps this moon then is my Lord. Is this moon our Lord in that case? But then when the sun appears and the moon disappears, the light of the day overcomes the darkness of the night and the, sun, the moon disappears and the sun appears, he said to them, this cannot be my Lord. This cannot be my Lord. How could the moon be my Lord when it is not always there? It comes and it goes. It is present and it is absent. Proving to them clearly that something which is not always there it is only temporarily there. That cannot possibly be your Lord. 
How can your Lord be the one who is there sometimes and not there sometimes? Your Lord disappears? Then of course, that cannot be the case. So he said to them, that cannot be it. فَلَمَّا رَأَى الشَّمْسَ بَازِغَةً قَالَ هَذَا أَكْبَرٌ then when the sun came out, even bigger and more magnificent than the stars and the planets and the moon, he said to them, perhaps this then, this must be the Lord then. Of course he knows and he does not believe in that, but it is a form of debate to bring them to a conclusion where they have no choice but to accept. So he says to them, this huge item now, this huge creation now, the sun, maybe that then, that must be the Lord. But again the same, فَلَمَّا أَفَلَتْ When the sun disappeared, the sun sets and it disappears, and the night overpowers it. Again he said to them, how can that be? How can the sun be my Lord? When it disappears also, and it is overcome and overpowered by the night which takes it. So he proved to them in this way, and he showed to them, these items that you are worshipping, they cannot possibly be your Lord, because they do not have the characteristics of the Lord. The Lord who has the characteristics of perfection in every aspect, Perfection in every aspect. The sun, the stars, the moon, none of them have this perfection. All of them come and they go. All of them are overcome by the other. All of them appear then disappear. That is not a characteristic of perfection. It is not a characteristic of perfection that your Lord appears sometimes and then he is overcome and disappears other times. So he proved to them in this way, that your claim, that these bodies are your God, cannot be correct. Then he said to them, Ya qawmi, inni bari'un mimma tushrikun. Oh my people, I am innocent of the shirk that you commit. After he proved to them in a manner which no sound intellect can disagree with. When you say to a person, your Lord is the one who disappears sometimes and you cannot see him, he's God. How can that be your Lord? The Lord which you claim is your Lord, but is overcome by the day. The day the sun you claim is your Lord, that is overcome by the night. How can the Lord be the one who is overcome by others? So that was something they could not argue against. So then he said to them, after proving that to them, that I am innocent of the shirk of yours that you commit. And then he said to them, Inni wajhtu wajhiya. Indeed, I turn my face towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لِلَّذِي فَطَرَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ حَنِيفًا وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ I turn my face not to the sun, not to the moon, not to the stars, not to any other body. 
I turn myself and I direct myself لِلَّذِي فَطَرَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ He didn't just say that I turn myself and I direct myself to Allah. Didn't just say to Allah. He said to the one who فَطَرَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ To the one who created the heavens and the earth. Used that phrase on purpose because he knew again they would not be able to prove or claim that it is the sun who created this creation or that it is the moon who created this creation or the stars that created this creation. They cannot claim that. So he gave that characteristic of Rububiyyah, the characteristic of the true Lord who is the absolute creator of the heavens and the earth. And he said, I direct myself only to the one and true and actual creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator of everything. This was what you may call an intellectual proof. He used this intellectual proof upon them that they could not reject. These evidences that he gave them, they could not reject. And so he carried down giving them da'wah, وَكَيْفَ أَخَافُ مَا أَشْرَكْتُمْ وَلَا تَخَافُونَ أَنَّكُمْ أَشْرَكْتُمْ بِاللَّهِ مَا لَمْ يُنَزِّلْ بِهِ عَلَيْكُمْ سُلْطَانًا He says, how do you expect me to fear these bodies that you commit shirk along with? How do you expect me to fear them? What fear should I have of them? And you do not fear that you have committed shirk along with Allah, the one who did not give you, reveal upon you any evidence for what you are doing. You do not fear that you have committed shirk along with Allah. What do you think? Why would I fear these deities or the shirk that you commit? Telling them that they need to be upon fear of their true Lord for the shirk that they have committed. And that is, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَمْ يَلْبِسُوا إِيمَانَهُمْ بِظُلْمُ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُهْتَدُونَ they are the ones, the ones who have iman and do not mix it with zulm. Allah says in the Quran, those who have iman and do not mix it with zulm. They are the ones who have the security and they are the ones who will be rightly guided. The ones who have iman and do not mix it with dhulm. When the ayah was revealed, the sahaba became confused and worried. They said to the Prophet ﷺ, who from amongst us doesn't commit dhulm? All of us, we end up doing dhulm now and again. Dhulm, oppression, we all fall into it now and again. So they were worried that none of them would be, or this ayah would not apply to any of them, that they would not have the security or the guidance. 
They said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, all of us end up doing thulma. But then the Prophet ﷺ explained to them that it is not as you perceive. The thulm that is being spoken about here is, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, inna shirka la thulmun azim. Indeed, shirk is a great thulm. So the ones who have iman and do not mix it with any type of thulm, i.e. shirk, they are the ones who have the safety and security. They are the ones who are rightly guided. As for the ones who have iman, but they mix that with shirk, mix it with shirk. And that is what is mentioned about the people. They all used to believe in the rububiyyah of Allah. That was never the dispute. The people never used to dispute with their prophets and messengers over the existence of Allah, the rububiyyah of Allah, the lordship of Allah. It was always about this aspect of shirk in uluhiyyah, that they would worship others. So they worship the stars and the sun and the moon. So they committed shirk even if they had some iman. So for them there is no security and there is no guidance. Moving on it mentions how Ibrahim alayhi salam carried on trying to give them da'wah and he began with his own father Azar as it is mentioned. His own father who was not Muslim began with him giving him da'wah also. In the Quran it mentions, he says to him, إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ يَا أَبَتِ لِمَا تَعْبُدُ مَا لَا يَسْمَعُ وَلَا يُبْصِرْ وَلَا يُغْنِ عَنْكَ شَيْئًا Oh my father, why do you worship something which cannot suffice you with anything? It cannot provide you with anything. It cannot hear, it cannot see. Why do you worship such an item? Ya abati, inni qad ja'ani min al-ilmi ma lam ya'tika. Oh my father, I have been given from knowledge. It has come to me. What has not come to you? Telling him that I've been given the revelation of Tawheed. So accept that from me. However, his father did not accept. His father did not accept. And he spoke against Ibrahim, threatening him. Are you shunning away from my gods, O Ibrahim? His father says to him, Are you shunning away from my gods, O Ibrahim? لَإِن لَمْ تَنْتَهِ لَأَرْجُمَنَّكَ وَهْجُرْنِي مَلِيَّا If you don't stop, then we will cast upon you the stones that they will do punishment upon him. Threatening him, his own father, threatening him. This was what the messengers faced. Hence in the narration it mentions, إِنَّ أَشَدَّ النَّاسِ ابْتِلَاءَنَ الْأَنْبِيَاءَ the most tested of the people are the prophets and the messengers. 
then those who resemble them the most, then those who resemble them the most. So Ibrahim salam, at the time when he was sent in the land of Babel, Iraq, when he was sent, it was full of the mushrikun, worshipping the planets, the sun, the stars, the moon. He debated with them in a manner where he was pretending that he didn't know. He was saying, okay, maybe the star is our Lord then. But when the stars are overcome and disappear, he said, how can that be? He said, okay, maybe the moon is our Lord. But when the sun came and the moon disappeared, he said, how can that be? How can our Lord disappear? That can't be it. Maybe the sun in that case, larger and more magnificent. But when the night came and the sun disappeared, he said, how can that be then? How can the sun be our Lord when it disappears too? So he proved to them the shirk thereupon, gave da'wah to them, gave da'wah to his father, but they all rejected him. His own father rejected his call. And then occurred some of the famous incidents, the incident that we'll mention tomorrow night, inshallah, the incident regarding Ibrahim alayhi salam, breaking all of their idols, and then placing that axe around the large idol. Then the mushrikeen came and they wanted to kill him. That story what happened, inshallah ta'ala, in part two of the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam, we'll mention that tomorrow night. So we'll conclude upon that part for tonight. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين